home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Looking around the National Hockey League, Carolina leading Pittsburgh 2-1 in the second period. Also in the second, Sharks up 1-0 on the Canadians. Nieto has the goal, his fifth. Boston looking to win again. 1-0 lead on the Lightning. Taylor Hall has his seventh of the season. Flyers leading the Islanders 2-1. Start of the second. There were a couple of fights early in that game. Late first period, no score. Ducks and Predators. And partway through the first, no score. Avalanche and Jets. Coming up later, few Pacific Division teams in action. Kraken at Kings. Capitals at the Canucks and the Flames host the Panthers in about half an hour. We were uh, discussing earlier about booing as Matthew Kachuk returns to Calgary for the first time since the trade. Should you boo former players who return? And uh, also as the off-topic topic, in what other areas of life should we boo? Bad meal at a restaurant? You go boo a cook. Uber driver gets lost, you boo the Uber driver on the way out. Wh whatever you want to think of. 780-496-0063. A man I would never boo is Kellen Kennedy. But I would say this to you, Kellen. Okay. Hey, boo. <laughs> is that Creepy. weird? I think I just anyway. made it incredibly <laughs> awkward. Uh, I almost should have this playing in the background as I uh, read off the uh, text messages that we got here. So... There we go. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> nice little, little ambient booing. Ambience here. <laughs> Name the animal. Humans booing. I got it. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, the first text we got in from Doug says that he is completely cool with booing if it's a rivalry game, a player that you hate, or a uh, player that uh, has scorned the franchise in some way, shape, or fashion. But if we're just going to randomly boo somebody for no apparent reason, then obviously that's not cool. Uh, Doug gets a bonus point for using the word scorned. That's a great word. <laughs> there we go. Well, this uh, is an extended booing track. What is it, this from? It's about an hour long. So There's just an hour of booing on YouTube. <laughs> it's an hour of booing on <laughs> that's, YouTube. That's amazing. <laughs> wow, somebody really did their work there. The, uh, the next uh, recommended video is the hour of cheering on YouTube. No, well. we're not going to listen to that one. No, we just want fine. the booing. Oh, it ran out. What happened? <laughs> oh, I just pressed stop because it's just playing with my <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Is it getting distracting? A little bit. Just, it was affecting your mood. Yeah. I wonder if you could, that should be a study. Could you just be in a room where there's just booing in the background and it's not directed at you, but you can hear it, and would that affect your mood? So legit, apparently uh, they did the study with uh, plants well, in the States. Okay, this and is, so if they, <laughs> this no, sounds legit. If they okay, played, Mulder. They, 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 they played, like, angry, loud, like, heavy metal music in one greenhouse, and they put, like, happy, you know, up-tempo type stuff in another the greenhouse. And the Yeah, something like that. Uh, and the plants that listen to the happier stuff... The, I guess grew up taller and were a little bit more lush and that stuff and whatever. And the stuff that was, you know, that grew up in the negative greenhouse or had the like the, the angry music playing and that stuff and everything wilted and died uh, sooner than other plants, apparently. So there you go, so kids. There you go. Don't boo your plants. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, going back to the text messages, we've got uh, KM texting in and says, Tachuk and Goudreau deserve the angry boo birds. They chose to leave. It's different if they got traded like Taylor Hall. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's uh, relatively logical. That's Re from KM? That's from KM, yes. Oh, now I get to think all night about what that stands for. Okay. <laughs> Greaser texts in and Greaser. says, Greaser. Greaser. Uh, 
<laughs> says, that guy is definitely a dirty cheating player. Boo him all night long. <laughs> but I wish he was an oiler. Just missed him at the draft. Thanks from Greaser. All right. Is Greaser our intercontinental champion? I believe so. I believe he's the intercontinental yeah, he's... champion for the SLA, the Sylvan Lake Alliance of Wrestling. Yes, because Roadhammer's still the, the heavyweight Ro- Ro- champion. Roadhammer's the heavyweight champion. Yes. I, think, I think Greaser's our intercontinental champion. Yes. If not, he is now. And we will be having a tournament for tag team titles uh, sometime. It's, it's uh, probably whatever. the future. That's, that's, <laughs> as many things are with the slaw. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll get around to it. There we go. Uh, Cowtown Bob. Oh, Cowtown Bob and his dancing cows. Okay. Hi, Reed and Kellen. If the player or trader is sold by the team management, <laughs> like oh, that's trader. Just trader. Like, he just goes right to the extreme. <laughs> the player yeah. should receive appreciative applause on his first return. If he leaves on his own as a free agent, he should be strongly booed. In day-to-day life, we should be allowed to boo the people at the airport who make us line up for every aspect of the process to get on the plane. I don't know if that would make the process any better, though, if you're booing them. <laughs> While it's while it's happening, but oh, that's we, that's our first suggestion for a, a real life reason to boo. That's not bad. My vote is for the lineup at the registry offices. If oh, the, that if would the be good. Behind yeah. the, cur- the counter at the registry office. That would be a good place forever. to boo. <laughs> yes. Like the uh, oh, I forget the name of the animated movie, but the character that was the sloth. And he was working behind the counter at the DMV. But uh, that was in uh, Pinocchio. Yes, or something like that. No, it wasn't. I don't know know what it was. And our final one uh, is from Warren, and he says, the proper time to boo is when your wife says, not tonight. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, I think that was in, I just Googled it. Uh, Zootopia? Zootopia, that's it. Okay, I think I saw that. That's the one where there's like the, the animal cops or something like that? Yes. Yeah, where they were uh, animal cops. Yes. Uh, and his name is Flash. He's the fastest sloth working at the DMV. Yes. The Department of Mammal Vehicles. Yeah. Thank God for the internet to give us that information. All right. Pretty good. I, I feel enriched by talking about that. And by th- those were uh, those were quite good text messages on the topic and the off-topic topic. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I still think Doug should get a canned ham for using the word scorned. Scorned. That's that's one of my favorite words. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's, a good it's it sounds exactly how it makes people feel. Yes. He was scorned. How are you doing? I'm scarred. Well, no, but no, I've never, I've never asked somebody how they're doing and have them reply that they're scarred. It's like it's more of a literary word. Like I think you expect to read it more than say it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, but Doug, I guess Doug wrote it, but he knew that we were going to say it out loud. So that's outstanding work by mm-hmm. Doug, who I assume has a PhD in English. We're just going to say that he does. There we go. Okay, uh, coming up, this man has been booed. Multiple times. Did it hurt his feelings? We'll find out from Kelly Rudy. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader. 630 Chad. All right. We got a sports game tomorrow. Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Face-off show will be at 6. And the puck will drop at 7.30. Oilers, uh, two road games coming up here. Back-to-back on Thursday. They play at Minnesota. It'll be a 4.30 in the afternoon face-off show. And that game will start at 6 o'clock. So quick turnaround there for the Oilers. they got a pretty busy week back home on Saturday for a 5 o'clock game against the 
Montreal Canadiens. Okay, he joins us every week on the show. He is presented by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca, former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? Well, I'm doing very well. We've had a dramatic couple of Oilers games here that I want to talk to you about. Of course, there's a storyline in Calgary today, and much of the sports world is captivated by the uh, World Cup of Soccer. Now, were you were you able to watch any of the – like I know that 9 a.m. game on yep. Sunday, that's early for you. But uh, <laughs> did, did, Well, did you, you know any? what, though? I was, I was at the airport in Toronto, and uh, I have to admit, the gentleman in the uh, line to board the plane had it on his iPad, so I was able to watch part of it. Uh, I watched uh, a lot of the, the first game that Canada played. I had a game that night, so I couldn't uh, uh, complete the game. But, oh, it's just thrilling. I, I, I'm like everybody else. I... Uh, uh, I jumped on board with the uh, uh, patriotism towards our country, and uh, what a great job, uh, you know, for those guys to get into that uh, World Club, uh, Cup. And, yeah, very, very cool. I uh, Yeah, I was on board. Okay, so I'm wondering if, if you think about the goaltenders when you're watching soccer and those guys oh, in those big nets. <laughs> I, I, I'm in awe how in the world do you even get a bead off uh, the ball coming off the foot because i do think that there has to be something uh, along those lines now i've never talked to a real professional soccer goalie but you know to play goal in hockey the number one thing the the one advantage you can have uh, is if you get the chance to see the puck leave the blade of the stick that that's the big tell right so that gives you a bit i wouldn't say an advantage but it, it, it helps everything. And if your eyes can get that sight line, then you have a better chance of making the save. Now, in soccer, it only seems reasonable to me that depending on where the player kicks the ball from what part of his foot, you know, the angle of his foot, uh, all these sorts of things must be big. Having said that, the nets are gigantic. How in the world can you figure that out and then sprawl and jump or whatever you have to do it's it's phenomenal how sometimes they just get like two fingers on the ball and that's all it needs to uh, deflect it away uh no sometimes on the penalty kicks there might be a little bit of guesswork involved when you oh, 100 like when you faced a breakaway were you ever thinking like okay i'm pretty sure he's gonna do this and you start leaning or you know what i mean no no, <laughs> no, I was never, I was, I, I all, always knew tendencies of the players, but you can never, you can never guess. You can cheat, but you can never guess. And there's a difference between the two and guessing. I think in our occupation in particular, you look at the, uh, the goalies in our game because of the skill set of the players that they're facing now. Uh, how, how would you like to face a guy like Mitch Marner on a breakaway or McDavid or somebody of that nature dry? So the way they can go from side to side and change the angles of their stick and, and elevate the puck so quickly, just it's phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Well, can one more game for Canada. We'll see if they can get the first win at the world cup wins for the Oilers here on Saturday afternoon. And last night, both dramatic, four goals in the third period against the Rangers, and then they tie it with less than five seconds left last night and win it 
early in overtime and that's coming off uh you know a game where they had all those shots against the islanders and even against the the devils they were kind of in the game yeah. and had a couple of mistakes yeah. and vanacek played well dramatic wins you know and i know it's late november um but can they mean a little more than just the two points in the standings they do and i'll tell you one of the reasons why it's uplifting emotionally because you know that your team hasn't given up you know how many times have you watched a game it doesn't matter if it's our sport hockey or any other sport and you can just sense that the team has that oh woe is me attitude they have very little fight left in their game and that hasn't been the case uh, with the oilers and so that that's really something that you you sort of latch on to that okay you know we don't like to be in this situation we don't like to be in msg down three nothing going into the third but also we didn't hang our head and say well you know we're going home now we've got a few games at home you know we'll just play this one out and we'll get on the plane and no 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 they, they put in the battle and they put in the work and uh, yeah they, it's very inspiring just even as, as a guy like me that i have no skin in the game and i'm watching and i'm thinking man that's impressive not only for the ranger game i watched that third getting ready for our broadcast on Saturday, but I pretty much watched the entire game last night and uh, very, very impressive. And and even I think I looked at the clock, there was like 22 seconds left in the third. And even I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a long shot. But having said that, you know, they have the skilled players out there and uh, and that pass from McDavid to Bouchard was that was a thing of beauty because I watched it a few times and I can't see McDavid looking to, to spot him. I'm not sure if he did prior to that or if there's some sort of uh, silent communication going on, but I, I certainly didn't spot that. You know, Kelly, and what's interesting is I think actually this started in that game against the Islanders, and, and Rob and I talked about it a bit Saturday afternoon. You know, yeah. you're, you're down 3 nothing against the Islanders, and they had all those shots in the third, and Sorokin made yeah. some saves, and they missed some opportunities. And I know there were shots of McDavid on the bench looking frustrated and Dreisaitl looking frustrated. I, I don't mind yeah. that every once in a while if a yeah. player – but I, I, I said same. to Rob after the game, I said, you know, that's two games down 3 nothing where they, at least they didn't quit. They, they still were pounding right. away. Right. And, and that's the key. That's what I've always said to my my teammates that, you know, we will lose some games, but let's never go down quietly. Let's never just go out with a whimper. And, you know, if it's four one uh, midway through the third, let's not lose seven one. Let's let's continue to battle. And we may not uh, climb back into it, but let's give ourselves a chance and let's not let's go down with some character. Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on Inside Sports. All right. Uh, Kachuk's back in Calgary. He had a little bit of fun with the fans here after he scored, giving them the, uh, yes, I, he can't, sure did. <laughs> I can't hear you or boomy louder, whichever right? it was. Uh, tell me about this, this, this storyline here for Calgary. What do you think the, you know, the reception is going to be like, uh, like, give me a, give me a sense here. Well, you know me, I'm an optimist, and so, but I'm maybe reading this incorrectly. I hope that the fans uh, celebrate his return um, because, you know, he put in six special years here. Um, he was he was a player that laid it all on the line every night. Nobody can argue that. Nobody can say that he cheated the city or the organization. You think what you may of his decision, but players are allowed those decisions, and they have every right to make those decisions. Um, I sus or I suspect 
that maybe as the game goes on that maybe it'll become a little bit more hostile for Matthew. I don't know, but I just feel that he is deserved of uh, some outpouring of support because he did do a lot for our city and is great in the community and that matters also. Um, so, but I have read these situations wrong before, Reed. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, my experience is, uh, like, I remember when Taylor Hall, his first game back, no, he, you know, did yeah. not want to be traded and all that, but it happened. Like, yeah. my recollection was, you know, he got an ovation. They they did the little video tribute during the first mm -hmm. TV timeout. And then whenever he had the puck after that, they booed him. And I don't right. even, like, with Hall's case, I don't think it was hatred. It was just like, hey, buddy, sorry, you changed jerseys. So right. we just got to remind you, you're not, a, you know what I mean? Right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that alone because I just don't get that mindset myself anyway. So I'm not going to go down that road. I've just never, I just, I can't figure that thing well, out. Well, because the, you never that. got booed in your career ever. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a real, it's actually an honor when you're, you're on the road and you get booed because you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, okay, the fans know me. They, they know that I'm impactful in the game and they're making that very clear. Now, what, what really, really, really hurts, and it happened to me in L.A. near the end, when they decide you as the a player on the home team, you're public enemy number one, and they boo you uh, every single game. That's hurtful to me. And that, that sting never goes away, by the way, as you can tell, because I'm... Uh, I'm going to be 62 years old. I haven't played in a million years, and that, that memory still hurts. Well, other than that, you're fine, though. <laughs> right but i've moved on <laughs> but other than that you've moved on yes right <laughs> that's, that's great okay appreciate the honesty as always okay uh enjoy the game tonight uh thanks for the stories thanks for the perspective and we'll do this again next week man really appreciate it you, you got it reed thanks take care pal right on we'll do kelly uh kelly rudy booed by his uh, own fans when he played for the los angeles kings not that he really remembers how it felt that would suck, I think. Now we've, I mean, it's happened here. It's happened in other places. Fans booing, not just the home team, but a, a specific player. We've seen it happen. Probably not easy on that player when it happens. But uh, I, I don't think it happens that often, but sometimes it does happen. That is Kelly Rudy. As always, he is presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. So, yes, Kachuk back in Calgary tonight, the uh, Panthers play the Flames. That game's going to start a little bit after 7 o'clock, so we'll keep you updated once it gets going. Um, yeah, somebody wrote in, you know, you shouldn't boo the home team, shouldn't throw the jersey. I, I don't get the jersey thing. I, did that start in Edmonton during the decade of darkness when they were really bad? I know it happened a few times early on. Uh, it was just weird stuff, though. Like some, somebody, somebody threw a Penguins jersey on the ice earlier this year when the Oilers beat the Penguins in Edmonton. Now, maybe that was an Oilers fan who brought a Penguins jersey to a game and decided he was going to be cheeky about it. But I've never let... I'm going to dispose of something I spent a couple hundred dollars on just because my team isn't very good. I've, well, I've never really understood Well, that. I think back to, like, those old uh, hockey blooper tapes from the 80s and that stuff, and wasn't there a situation where a guy actually brought a live chicken to the Fabulous Forum in L.A. and threw it on the ice during a Kings game? Once? Well, he was just hungry, though. 
Oh, okay. Well, there we go. That, that was nothing. That wasn't protesting how they played, was it? Or was he calling the team chicken? I think he was calling the team chicken for oh, lack okay. of toughness or something. So. Well, that's quite a way to protest your team's performance. Bring the animal that you think most resembles their play. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not recommended. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. Do not, uh, do not do that. Especially if it's like a live bat or something like that. All right. That was Kelly Rudy. Good stuff from him. Great story for the Oilers. You got grads of the Southside Athletic Club, three of them on the roster, Skinner, Hamblin, and Benson. Well, what about the guy who coached those players with Southside? He must be pretty proud. He's coming up. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.